Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Liz Weston, a personal finance writer for NerdWallet, says you can gain or lose as much as $100,000 just by the way you claim Social Security. She says you never want to make your claim based on something a Social Security employee tells you. But here's the deal. If we can't rely on someone who actually works at the Social Security office, who do we go to? I mean, that seems silly. I know that sounds crazy when people say something like that, but it is very true. The Social Security Administration employees are not allowed to give give advice. You know, they can answer questions. So if you ask the wrong question, they can't say that's not the right question to ask. You mm-hmm. need to ask this because that would be giving advice. You know, so, so there's just a, a lot of things when it comes to Social Security. And the information that they give is only based on the questions. So if you came in and said, you know, a widow's benefit, somebody's spouse has passed away. Mm-hmm. How much would I get if I took my benefit now or if I took the widow's benefit? That's the only question they can answer. They can't say, hmm. oh, by the way, you do realize you could switch back and forth. You could take your benefit now and then in the future turn on the widow's benefit. Or if yours would be higher, I can take the widow's benefit now and in the future turn on my own benefit when it's higher. Hmm. They're not allowed that because that's giving advice. Right. And, and essentially they're not licensed and, you know, as professional as you are, right? No, well, we've I've done all the studies and everything mm-hmm. for Social Security. There used to be 576 different ways that you could take Social Security, and it was a lot more difficult. They've moved a lot of those out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But the idea around it is most people, I'm going to hit 62. Now 65 is probably a more accurate number. I'm going to retire and take my Social Security. Mm-hmm. The idea around it of it is, is that the best thing to do? Sure. Could I spend down my IRA assets if I have too many of them, allow my Social Security check to grow? Mm-hmm. Have we thought about survivor benefits? In a married couple, when one of the spouses passes away, the lower amount for the Social Security benefit goes away. That's right. So most people don't think about those things. It's only what can I get today? Because they're not thinking, well, I have these things called required minimum distributions when I hit 72 that are going to kick me from I was comfortably in a tax bracket between my pension, my Social Security, take a little money out to live. Then when required minimum distributions come along, now I have a higher tax bill. Mm-hmm. I'm at the same rate or a higher rate than I was when I was working. Those are the things that people don't look at. So you really can't do Social Security in a vacuum. We need to put all of that information in there together. Mm-hmm. Find out when the best time for you to take Social Security is then put it into your plan. Yeah, the how and when is is essentially, you know, the deciding factor really all across the board when it comes to planning and income planning and getting that retirement plan together because you're exactly right. It matters. Are you divorced, single, widowed, married? I mean, it all depends. A lot of people go, oh, I'm going to reach that age of 62, 63, and I'm going to claim Social Security, but they don't know the benefits. Well, let's look at it. Maybe you don't have to claim that early. Maybe you wait till 70. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you wait to claim, doesn't it grow? per year. That's huge. You know, there's a 76% difference in your Social Security check. If you start at 62 or if you wait till you're 70, there's a 76% increase in that check. Now you have to have the availability to live during that time frame. Mm -hmm. But those are the things that we look at and say, would it make more sense to 
pull money out of your assets now so I get that increase in that Social Security check. Because mm-hmm. that has. This year, we haven't gotten much in cost of living adjustments, but this year about a 5.9% increase. Mm-hmm. And Medicare didn't go up that much, so it's not like it's going to take all of it. Mm-hmm. So people are going to get an increase in their Social Security check. And a lot of people will ask, well, I'm 62, but I haven't filed. Will I get that? Yes. If you're eligible to file, those increases will go on your Social Security check, even if you haven't filed yet. A little bit back to our tax conversation. I want to continue that because if you own an IRA and you are at least 72 years old, you can make a donation to charity and get a tax break. Ed Slot explains to Morningstar how you can use qualified charitable donation or a QCD to donate all or even a portion of your required minimum distribution to charity. Listen to this. Let's say your RMD is 5000 and you also, just to make the example easy, give 5000 a year. If you did a direct transfer from your IRA to the qualifying charity, you don't have to include that 5000 in income. It's excluded, but it satisfies your RMD. So now your income is lower. You don't have to add the income from your RMD to your tax bill. How is doing it this way better than, I guess, writing off a deduction on your taxes? Well, you look at it, and if you're in, I'm just going to say if you're in a 30% tax bracket, to get $1, you got to take $1.40 out of your IRA accounts to get it. Okay. All right. So if I'm working still or doing anything and I have a deduction, I now can take that money and take it directly from the IRA to the qualified charity. Your custodian will not tell you whether that's a qualified charity or not. You have to verify that. Then I'm going to send $5,000. Well, if I send $5,000 out of my IRA account to the qualified charity, that's five grand going in. Well, if I would have had to make $7,500 to pay that, Mm -hmm. a little bit of a difference here. At 70 and a half, because it's still under the old rules, you can make the qualified charitable donations out of your IRA gauge once you hit age 70 and a half. At 72, that amount that you give to the charity counts as your required minimum distribution. So there's two different things that Ed was kind of talking about this year. And this year, there's a special one. Due to the pandemic, they basically stated that if you make a charitable donation, that up to 100% of your adjusted gross income can be deducted as a charitable deduction. So therefore, if I gave, I'm just going to pull a number out of the sky, $150,000, 2 million to a charity. Mm-hmm. In normal years, you don't get to deduct all that. You get about 50 to 60%. In 2021, you can deduct the entire amount as a charitable deduction on your taxes. Hmm. The, the, the highest case I've seen of this, somebody was going to give $40 million to a charity and it was coming out of their IRA. They made the deal and they said, make the distribution 100%. So that she was 94 years old, took the $40 million directly into her account, gave it to the charity. She had $40 million in adjusted gross income, $40 million as a charitable deduction it's on her lot. tax return. She owed no taxes on $40 million. If she'd have waited another three years and passed away... It would have hit their estate for $40 million in the estate. They'd have paid about $20 million in estate taxes. Wow. 
but because this year, if you're charitable by nature and you have large amounts that you're planning on giving to a charity, this might be the year to do it anyway. If you've got things like that that are in that, give me a call. Let's talk about it because a lot of the things when I talk about that aren't for everybody. Mm -hmm. They're for those people that need that heavy, heavy, heavy tax planning because we look at it with this lady up here. She probably saved somewhere between 20 to $25 million in taxes. That's why you pay tax people to help you out. People say rich people don't pay taxes. No, rich people take advantage of the tax code. Mm-hmm. It's in there. We're not doing anything illegal. It's in there. Let's take advantage of what they're going to allow us to do. Because as it was Judge Learned Hand used to say, we're in no obligation to pay the maximum amount of tax. Our job is to pay the least amount of taxes possible and follow the laws. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.